0: It's an of Two From Hell. I'm Anthony
1: T. And I am Andrew. What's going on, man?
0: Going good. Can't complain.
1: Um, little, uh, news update. My, um, short film is gonna be playing at Monster Expo on Sunday at 10.30 a.m. before the Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, street screening. So if you're in the area and, um, you have nothing to do on Sunday, come on down and, you know. Check out my new short.
0: It, the, it'll be taking place in Taunton, Massachusetts, at the Claritin Hotel and Convention Center.
1: Yep. Monster Expo.
0: Yep. And that's a you a good convention. I've been there a couple times. Yeah, it's a fun convention. I
1: I I went. Um, they had uh, one this year earlier, and I went. It was my first time going. I think that was only the second one because they had one last year. Hmm. It was, it's, it was a good, good little convention. It was fun. They they moved to a different venue this time, which is a hotel, right?
0: Yes, a hotel, yes. I'm guessing they're doing, like, one marketplace show and one hotel show a year, I guess, if they,
1: if this succeeds. You know, hopefully everything goes well.
0: They seem to have everything in order.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's at least we, you know, we got sort look forward to in the month of October around here.
0: Yes. Finally something in October. Yeah, it's not in the, like a small venue where the seaport in uh, Fairhaven, Mass. is just
1: too small. Yeah, we just um, what sucks is, man, like we've discussed this a few times on the show is that Rhode Island doesn't have shit and, you know, at the time you guys listen to this, it's, it's this is October, so we just previously went to Connecticut Horror Fest.
0: Yep. This, why don't we transition to that since yeah. we were there?
1: Which is actually every, every year. I haven't had a complaint, uh, besides you know a little bit of you know shit that happened last year. But Connecticut Horror Fest has been fucking amazing so far. Again this year, it's fucking phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a very good convention. Huh. The layout was really good. I like how they moved the anthrax skies, have their own little section. I don't think there was anybody in that section last year,
1: which was good. Yeah, they spaced it out better and everything.
0: Yes, everything ran smoothly. It was packed, don't get was- me wrong. As I know, I noticed the lines for like Keith David, CJ Graham, Ari, Ari,
1: Judith had a line.
0: Judith had a line when you were there, when I was there, like 10 o'clock in the morning. That's the great time to get autographs beginning of the day.
1: Yeah. As soon as you walk through the door.
0: That's why I did for like the first hour of this convention. Yeah, I, st- I ran right all the way down, got Jeffrey Coombs right away at 10 o'clock. That was like the first thing I did at that convention. Saw Barbara wasn't there, so I decided to go all the way back, got Judith, got Kara, then ran all the way back, finally got Barbara Crampton, she came in, finally, got her, yeah. and then got Ian from Zambai 2
1: Fun all game.
0: in an hour.
1: You know, I really haven't ha- I had so, you know, for those of you that don't know, me and Anthony's been going to Connecticut Harvest since 2018. That was our first year, and we got that uh, Halloween VIP. Every every year I've been there so far, it's been great. really can't complain. I think 2019 was the first year that they had it where they are now.
0: And it and, was fine.
1: Yeah. Then twenty twenty, there was nothing. Twenty twenty one, they kept it. And
0: twenty twenty was the dream convention.
1: Yeah, they were they were setting up for a big lineup that year. Yeah, that was going to be a nice one, and then it got canceled. And then twenty twenty one was fun. That's where we met uh, James Jude Courtney.
0: And that's when all chaos broke out.
1: Ah, that's that's when it got tough over there. It's like, that's yeah, funny.
0: James U. Courtney, Matthew Lillard, and Skeet Eurick yeah. and the woman from Hocus
1: Pocus. Yeah, uh, and then the fucking AC broke. The AC
0: broke, lines out the, all the way out to the parking lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. The only,
1: the only thing that I, I hate about going there is the parking. The parking sucks. But, you know, other than that, I dig it. I love Connecticut. Oh I yeah.
0: Think. I like got like how many autographs? About seven or eight. Yeah. I also met besides the what I mentioned I met Kill Kelly from Impact Wrestling. I met Iron Ron Armstrong seventy eight Michael Myers in Halloween Kills. And, Ro- and Robert James Bryan, I believe, from Silent Night, Deadly Night. I could be wrong about the name.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and I wasn't planning i mean, those two, but you were, like, stuck in the Judith O'Day line, Judith O'Day line. It was like I was amazed how packed she was. Yeah, I mean. When I got there, yeah. when you were there.
1: I, I was stuck in and she was such like she was such a sweetheart. She would talk to everybody so. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a it was a nice. Good time. I had fun. I fucking enjoyed myself. And then we got um to switch the conversation. We oh, we to- also
0: forgot that famous guy that guy you loved at oh, that Sean convention.
1: Clark. Sean Clark. Yeah.
0: Sean Clark and the other guy. Yeah. Jeff Zarno, now. Uh, that Zarno!
1: Fucking dude, that's my guy. I fucking love that guy's energy, it was fucking epic.
0: It's like, this guy was like... it's like, I was seeing this guy with another guy, and these guys are like, going off like it was... You felt <laughs> like you were in a bar or something.
1: Yeah, I, t- I went up to him and I told him, you know, I fucking, I was like, I fucking love your energy, dude, and he fucking starts like going crazy fist bumping me and then i'm like fuck yeah i give him like a little chest and then we just started going fucking crazy it's fun
0: yeah that guy is crazy it's like
1: i fucking love that dude
0: i could not believe it literally <laughs> how does someone have so much energy yeah
1: man yeah he's fucking awesome this is so crazy man Damn. So now to make now to make fucking for all our viewers to make Anthony go off the deep end. So well, before
0: we, got, we go off the deep end, I have to also talk about the only complaint I have about CT Horror Fest. What it's was that? it's the complaint I had last year. They need to move to a new venue.
1: Yeah, they're not moving anytime soon.
0: I don't think so neither. But but still, they need to move. It's just the you like said the parking. It's ridiculous. Now, the problem with the venue is this venue, really, the parking is awful. It's all gravel. It's all, it's ridiculous. It doesn't feel like a convention center. It feels like a junkyard, you know? And it's like, it doesn't feel like a serious building. Hell, there's a yoga center like a what? The second or third floor in that building. Is that what's down that or something? I know they said it, it was a yoga center. Hmm. But still, imagine if they had a bigger building. You wouldn't yeah. have all these tight lines. Because you did see that with uh, Keith David.
1: Yeah.
0: It seems like that corner always gets. The tightest line.
1: Yeah, I know. It, it's always opposite. I think the headliners is going to, you know, be packed, but it's the other side of the building where the other um, guests are is always where it's torn That's because they kind of just stick everybody over there.
0: Yeah, and that's a problem. That's
1: why they need a new
0: venue pr- in my
1: Yeah, opinion. we'll see. I, I think they're going to... Um, maybe for another year or two, they're probably sticking out where they are.
0: Yeah, Think probably. It.
1: But whatever. Whatever. It is what it is. Anyway, moving forward, um, we got some, uh, well, I thought it was some exciting news and, uh, and then it kind of bummed me out once I figured out where the location was, but, um, I'll let Anthony tell you about that. We, uh, Terracon's back. Yes. You know, for,
0: Now, back when I was at Monster Expo, a friend of mine who I see at the conventions told me that it was coming back. And my first response was, like, me laughing for about two, three minutes that this con was coming back because I did not believe this con was coming back at all. Yeah. Then... They recently updated their Facebook page to include a new logo. Oh, great. It's coming back. Then I did a little digging in into the comments, and I find out it's in Marlboro, Massachusetts. Going towards freaking Boston To make matters worse, it's on their website too, the location. Yeah. But That's they have right. not announced officially announced it on their Facebook page yet.
1: Like What's what what's wrong with Rhode Island? Why can't we get a convention? I don't get it, really. I it's like and if they book Skeet,
0: Matthew, Rob, or Robert England, those types of guests, you can expect me to be so fucking pissed off, quite frankly. Yeah. Because this is the type of con they should be booking in Rhode Island. Yeah, man. If yeah, they man. stuck to that, we wouldn't have this problem, quite frankly. I really don't think we would.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't think um, them moving was you know you know, after doing the first two years in Rhode Island when they did it in two thousand like fourteen and whatever sixteen was the next one. Seventeen. Seventeen. I don't think um I don't think they had to move. I think they had it made where they, they were right where they do it at the um convention center. Now that doesn't get used. We don't get to hire a hard convention and we get fucked again.
0: Here's the thing. They don't know how to run a horror convention. How can you have a Hellraiser reunion without Doug Bradley? How can you not have Daniel Harris not
1: there? Uh, Yeah, I don't know, man.
0: How can you not have... Big names or themes like... Return of the Living Dead or Friday
1: whenever, the Thirteenth
0: actors.
1: Whenever they did the um, the horror conventions here, it felt like Comic Cons. You know, they had tons of Walking Dead. Yes, I don't know. I, I just thought it was yeah. a waste. To... Well,
0: you had you had your typical Kane Hodder, Sid Haig.
1: Yeah. I, I just feel like, it was, I feel like, at this point, no one's gonna give Rhode Island a fucking opportunity to host a good car convention, and, you know, like, um, it's not like I'm saying this like a bad thing, like, we're stuck with Rhode Island Comic Con, but, like, because Rhode, Rhode Island Comic Con's fucking amazing, but, like, we ain't gonna ever get a, I don't think, a horror convention, so. It's,
0: it's so fucking ridiculous. Seriously, Massachusetts does not need three horror conventions.
1: Yeah, amazing. they got
0: three of them now. Yeah, four if you count Salem Horror Fest. How that makes no sense, and they're all right on top of each other.
1: And, like, I, and I can I can guarantee that like within the next couple of years, or the, maybe the next year, Massachusetts will get another horror convention. Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: It's like it's ridiculous. Yeah. What about the Crown Plaza Hotel in Warwick, Rhode Island? They have the New England Fan Fest, which is a pro wrestling convention, a one-day pro wrestling convention. Where they have a ton of guests there. Yeah. Why doesn't somebody try to run that venue? Or at least try to. I'm not saying bring 20,000 guests. I'm saying bring maybe six, seven, eight guests to start off at that hotel. Bring a lot of vendors. Make sure your guests are cheap. One of these days, in one of these episodes, we have to fantasy book our own convention.
1: Seriously, you know, like, and, like, I've thought about a few times, you know, starting my own convention, but, you know, it's still a thought that bounces around in my head, but I like to go to conventions to have fun, and I'm not saying running a convention would be fun, but I'm saying running a convention is going to be more like a business.
0: Yeah, and somebody told me that online. Yeah. Go start one. It's like, sure, I would love to start one, but I don't have the capita
1: to start one. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, that's an easy response for people to say, go start one. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. You have to have capita. Go fuck yourself. How's that? Like, I can just go out there and just fucking do stuff. Like, what do I look like? I know.
0: I wish I could too. Seriously. I would fucking do it. Fuck. I could probably run a convention better than half of these people. Yeah. Fuck. Say with me. Fuck. 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 fuck it's fucking fuck. ridiculous that Altered Reality Entertainment doesn't see any interest in Trying again to run a horror convention in Rhode Island. Just use a smaller venue. There's a perfectly good venue in Warwick, Rhode Island. You don't need to bring 10 million guests. Just build it small. Like the way CT Horror Fest has been building up their convention
1: every year. They started small.
0: Yeah. And look at them now. Exactly. They usually draw really good now. To the point where they had to do a second day.
1: I mean, you know, still, there's hope. So, whatever. But here, this convention is supposed
0: to happen next September, which really throws a wrench into everybody's convention plans. Because we don't know when CT harvests now is going to happen. We don't know when Silver Scream Con's gonna happen, because I'm assuming they're gonna run another convention. Oh, yeah. And you got Monster Expo, depending on what happens with their convention this month. It's like, four conventions in three months It's so crowded that, to the point where, somebody's gonna fall. Nobody's going to be able to afford to go to four conventions. I can tell you, they'll be going to Silver Scream Con first because of the Ice Nine Kills connection. That's for sure. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's number one. Number two, three, and four. It'll be interesting. You
1: know? Well, We'll have to see what happens. Um... Anyway. I
0: can tell uh, you one con that is not gonna happen is Wicked Killer Horror Con. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Wicked
1: Killer Horror Con, alright?
0: Yeah, fuck this piece of shit. Seriously.
1: Like, every con that has the word wicked in it is, like, no-go.
0: Yeah, we had Wicked Weekend. <sighs> <laughs> we both lost money on that. Yep. Thankfully, yep. we didn't go to this one, or invested any money in this one.
1: Because we would have lost our money on that as well.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah.
0: 100%. Because it's amazing how, now you're getting to the point that all the guests are pretty much canceled. For this con. Because no... It's like... It's a scam. Quite frankly. I... Did research after finding out why Monster Expo was trolling this convention. Then we had this first excuse of COVID. The owner caught COVID. So I decided to go to the group page... And look at all the people complaining about it. And one of the actors that was booked for that convention went on a huge rant oh. on this guy. Telling him he should have booked six to eight guests. He should have be telling people that this person isn't coming or booking people that aren't even gonna be there. Yeah.
1: You know, they just—they do this to themselves. Uh, too many. You know, they try to make the cat uh the guest list too big.
0: Either that, or they just, or they just purposely make this a fucking scam.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: know. It's just I don't know. so fucking awful that we have. People here, and this is the second friggin' New England convention in what? Th- almost three years that has
1: done this. Yeah, this is the third. This is yeah.
0: You had a wicked weekend. Yeah. Remember, I was like joking to you on one of our chats. Never call your convention wicked. People now think it's a scam.
1: Yeah, yeah I.
0: Because I
1: mean that's the way I think about it, you know. I, because every convention that started with Wicked, Wicked has been a, a fucking scam. So.
0: Yeah, the Wicked Volt running a scam convention. Yep. Now you have this doofus, whom I'm not going to even name because I'm not going to give him the recognition to, who pulled off this scam. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I can see why Monster Expo is trolling them every friggin' day. It's like every other day now, you're seeing them get trolled by Monster Expo.
1: Which is it's pretty funny. It is funny. It is funny. You got the
0: one so. with the girlfriend. You got the one with a drawing with a guy touching the logo with a stick (laughs) saying, come on, do something.
1: Anyway, let's stop boring people. Yeah. Stop boring people. Yeah. Getting ranty. Let's um, so, uh, this, this month we were going to continue with like, you know, doing our top three, you know, favorite films, but I I thought we could switch it up a little bit and we can just go on because, Since we're in, you know, spooky seasons here.
0: Plus, our top three Halloween films were the same.
1: Yeah, so our top three Halloween films ended up being the same anyway. And, um, so I was just like, what, um, let's talk about what movies put you in the, uh, the Halloween, you know, spirit. Um, you want to kick it off, dude?
0: For me, it will probably be mostly Halloween-themed movies yeah because I, I it's the season of Halloween and that's what usually gets me in the mood for a Halloween is these Halloween themed horror films
1: yeah, I've seen
0: tons of horror films whether it's a horror or classic horror or modern horror so usually it's The holiday films that really get me in the mood for Halloween. And the first one I'm going to talk about is a film that should be on Blu-ray. But why it isn't on Blu-ray yet is beyond me. I thought we were going to have it on Blu-ray this year, but we're not. It doesn't seem like it. It's Trick or Treat. Now this is not the Michael Doherty one. This is the 1980s one with Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne making cameos oh. in the film. This is sort of a supernatural slasher by a dead rocker coming back to life and terrorizing a town as a kid plays a record backwards. And he's all of a sudden comes back from the dead to rock out and kill people.
1: To rock out and kill... It has
0: a very good soundtrack from Fast Away. has some good performances as well. Oh. It's one of those films that always sticks with me every Halloween season. It's a crime that that film does not get a Blu-ray release yet. It is such a crime as I, I think it it's being to. held
1: where are you saying it was I know it was supposed to
0: I heard yeah I heard somewhere earlier this year it was going to get it this year but I don't yeah. think it's going to get it we it's so late now it's not getting it
1: yeah you're probably right if they haven't said anything we're probably not going to
0: get no, it No, because Vestron kind of skipped over that and put uh sci-fi comedy as the next release It's gotta be a restaurant release Because Lionsgate has the rights Probably Mm. And it's probably holding the film hostage So like
1: You know to add on to what you were saying Unless
0: if Vinegar Syndrome Pulls a Hail Mary And released it this month We're not getting it this year
1: And I don't see that happening.
0: honestly I would be shocked if that happened
1: Yeah, Yeah me too
0: because that is like one of my, that and Blair Witch Two are like my two most and Psycho Cop are like my three most anticipated films I want on Blu-ray.
1: Yeah, yeah, Blair Witch Two would be good to get a nice Blu-ray of. Anyway, um, for, for so for me, for Halloween films, um, besides the you know the typical. Halloween and uh trick or treat um night of the demons, you know, movies like that. That put, movies that put me in like the uh the spirit of uh Halloween is the universal monsters. Um it's just for me it just I remember when I was a kid and I grew up and like every time you know, Halloween came around in, like, the early 2000s or, like, the 90s. You always seen, like, Frankenstein, The Wolfman, and Phantom of the Opera, and, you know, all, all those guys. So, those movies are the ones that really lock me in. I mean, obviously, you know, all the Halloweens, you know, I can go back and say I've watched all the Halloweens. But I watch those, you know, normally. But when it comes to... I mean, I... It's funny because, you know, when you when you're when you're like a horror fan like us, it's like how many fucking all we do is watch horror movies. You know, it's like but I I like to save certain movies for special times of the year unless I really start to crave, you know, watching them like for December. I'll save like um, Silent Night, Deadly Night Um, unless I really like I want to watch that and I'll watch it. And for this, it's like Frankenstein, Wolfman, even though I watched them a couple times this year. but uh, I'll watch them again this month. Um, And I've been really um, craving to watch The Phantom of the Opera again, which I haven't watched um, since last year. So, you know, I'll probably watch that, and that'll put me in the um, Halloween spirit. I fucking love the Universal Monsters. I think they're fucking awesome. Another
0: film that I really think that puts me in the Halloween spirit is a film that can double as a Halloween film and a Christmas film. The Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Ugh. I hate The Nightmare Before Christmas. I love that film. Yeah. It's popular. I I I just can't stand it.
0: It has really great writing. I like the fact that it's very gothic. It, it really stretches that line between family film and borderline adult film. It's twisted. It's something that you can see both on Halloween and Christmas. And I just love the characters in the film. Oogie Boogie Man. Jacko skeleton, Doctor Finkelstein.
1: Ah, uh, fuck.
0: Love the. I just love that film.
1: And you know, uh, next next week, Rob Zombie's new uh, movie comes out. So.
0: Ah, uh, I don't know if I want to see that film. I don't. Know. Do not. I've heard such bad things about it.
1: I'm excited.
0: I'm excited, but. I don't know if I want to watch this film on Netflix before I open my Blu-ray package. Because <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of shit about this film.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, but it's a Rob Zombie film. You hear a lot of shit about every film Rob Zombie does. True. Mm. People just, just don't like him much, so.
0: Yeah, there are... I've heard a lot of complaints about certain things, like Butch Patrick, everything. Uh oh. I will but, see it. Yeah.
1: Don't get me wrong. I'm hoping thing, it's good. The only things that I hear a lot of complaints of is, like, it, it feels a little campy, I heard.
0: What do you but, expect? It's a PG
1: film. Yeah. We'll have to see. I'm I'm gonna watch it and I'll, I'll give my um, honest opinion after I see it. Yeah. I I, so. so we'll see. I'm excited. Um, I'll probably buy the Blu-ray because I know it has uh, the Blu-ray because I know it has uh, tons of special features on it. So.
0: Yeah, I already got the Blu-ray pre-ordered. Yeah. So I'm literally thinking, do I really want to open the Blu-ray, or should I watch it on Netflix before I open the Blu-ray? <laughs>
1: well, if you're going to open the Blu-ray to watch the special features.
0: Yeah, if you open the Blu-ray, you can't return it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing i am been fighting over.
1: If you open it, you can't return it if it's... If you fucking absolutely hate it, you can't return it. It's yours now.
0: Forever and ever.
1: Hold, hold your peace. For better or for worse. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, let's close it out uh, with the news. You got anything you want to tell these lovely people listening?
0: Oh, Halloween Ends is coming out soon.
1: Yeah, Halloween Ends. That, that will be out this month.
0: And good old David Gordon Green is playing around with the ending.
1: Yeah, fucking lovely timing, bro. Yeah,
0: literally. I'm not, by now, I would think he has this ending down. You would think. By the time this episode airs, he should have this film locked. But the fact that on, like, September 1st, I found out he was still playing around with the ending of this film... This is like. This it breeds confidence.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not, like
0: if this film fails, it's not going to be Jason Blum. It's not going to be any of the actors. It's going to be David Gordon Green. Because he had yeah. to go screw. He's playing ar- playing around with this film too
1: much. He he just want. I, and I understand he wants to get it right, but yeah, you know, just. This is not it the t- to go with your gut, but you know you got to do what's right.
0: If this was any other film, you could move the release date.
1: This, yeah, they're not moving the release. You
0: cannot, date. They're not removing. You can't remove the release date because if you remo- re- if you move the release date to November, it makes no sense at all. No, no. no. Then why? Who's going to come out and see Halloween Kills?
1: It's It's not even that. You can't move the release date weeks before the movie comes out.
0: It's been done.
1: Uh, Yeah, but. I don't know. Well, Sam
0: Sly, I think, got moved with like a month or six weeks to go. And that film has no release date now.
1: Yeah, that's fucking pitiful. That'll probably get dumped onto Netflix.
0: Or HBO Max.
1: Yeah, one of them. You're right.
0: If they okay. if they don't write
1: it off, yeah. Um, I'm not. Uh, this is spoiler free, by the way. I um, I went and seen Pearl. I know Anthony didn't see it yet. Um, Pearl was phenomenal. It, definitely go see it. I'm not going to give him any spoilers now. Maybe on the um, I'll talk about it soon. Oh, we'll do like a little short recap episode this month or something. And when Anthony sees it and everything, if, we'll if I it. see it. It's phenomenal, dude. Definitely go see it. It's fucking. great.
0: here's the thing. I would. I was planning on seeing it this the week after we recorded it, but oh. guess what? My the theater in Seacock, where near where I live near decided. Oh, we're getting rid of the one o'clock screening. Nice. Nice. And guess how many screens of Avatar they have?
1: Probably a lot.
0: Yeah. For a, what, 2009 movie? Yeah.
1: That's and ridiculous. It's cool. it's cool because we have one of the new Apple theaters near us in Warwick. And I went to uh, the new Apple theater to see it. And uh, it was on a Tuesday. It was like $4 to get in.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah, it was cheap. It was, uh, I bought two tickets. cost me like $9 for two tickets. On mm. Tuesdays. Every Tuesdays it's 4, $4. seventy five. I think. Hmm. Yeah, so you know. Hey, bad. If the, yeah, if you're in the Rhode Island area, if you want to see something, and you don't want to spend the ten, and you want to wait till Tuesday, if you can hold off to any other day, wait till Tuesday, cause it's only four dollars.
0: Now I'm probably gonna end up having to wait to Blu-ray for Pearl because.
1: Oh, that that's a hit. That sucks.
0: I don't want to go to Providence Place because that that's.
1: Sucks. Yeah, you you should definitely go see Pearl. Uh, I want to see
0: Pearl, but it's just it's just at the theater near me cut off that one PM screening a week into its release for two fucking screens of Avatar. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Why do they need Disney to re-release Avatar? I don't know, man. So
1: stupid. They fucking do whatever they want. You know how it is.
0: I know. Yeah, they do. And the little films suffer.
1: So, before we wrap, do you got anything else to say to the people before we go, Anthony? For what I've seen lately,
0: I've recently seen Orphan First Kill. I've never seen Orphan. So, why am I seeing a prequel, first of all, to a film that I've never seen? A, it's on Paramount Plus, so it's free. So, if it's on Paramount Plus or Peacock. I'll see it, no matter what, since it's horror. Right. And I was surprised by Orphan first kill. I thought it was going to suck, quite frankly. I like how there's this nice twist in the middle of the story that, that sets up the... If you've seen Orphan, you'll be shocked by the twist. Because, literally, I was expecting, like... Like, why I heard what happened in Orphan. But it felt like di- a little different from Orphan. It still had the so- same killer kid. But this, I like how it throws a twist into the story. Which also explains the origins of the character as well. That was a really good film. And another really good film... That I checked out was on Screenbox. Now I also watched a film that combines. The, what happens if you get Josie and the Pussycats. Mixed in with the Evil Dead. You get a film called Pussycake. Now <laughs> this is a film that's currently streaming on Screenbox. And this was a fun film. I liked it a lot. It's a foreign film, but it really does a really great job with the way it fleshes out its characters. The action in this film was really good, it was intense, and it doesn't play around. So if you get Screenbox, definitely check that film out. And Screenbox is Got a lot of stuff coming out soon. As they seem to... be Becoming a competitor to Shudder. And it's good to finally... Have a viable competitor to Shudder. No offense. Well, yeah. Because you got... You have Arrow, but Arrow is just specialized to Arrow... And a couple other labels. But Shudder gets almost everything... Screenbox for years was just like all these direct-to-DVD films. Ever since Cinegram and Blade Disgusting took that streaming service over, it's been nothing but great things. You get terrified, too, coming to that streaming service in November.
1: I just hope that they add Screenbox so I can get it like on my Xbox and stuff.
0: I think you might be able to get it through Amazon and, uh... uh, YouTube. Hmm. I know, they're not on Xbox. That's surprising.
1: Yeah, it's a bummer, dude. I definitely... If if it was on Xbox, I would have definitely had it by now.
0: You would have thought it would have been on Xbox. Yeah. Because... Maybe that's something... Everyone who has Xbox can complain to them that you want Screenbox on Xbox. Because yeah, it's going to become a good network.
1: Yeah, I know Shutter is on everything. It's on all platforms.
0: Plus, I think they're also owned by AMC, so... Who, Shutter? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: So. That's a few of the films I watched. Also, quite a couple Shutter originals as well. Which were a very good revealer and glorious. So that's pretty much why I've been seeing so far. As I'm like over to 50, over 50 films so far this year. For 2022 films. Um, oh. And if I go, I could probably hit like, the way I'm going, I'm probably hitting like 65, 70 films this year. Which is more than last year. Which is a good thing.
1: Yeah, well, it's never bad when they come up with a good new movie. So. yeah, this All has right. been
0: a great year for releases, quite frankly. Way better than last year, that's for sure.
1: All right, let's let these people go back to their lives, and um, we'll end the episode.
0: Yep. You can uh, follow us on Facebook at Two from Hell. You can also find the podcast. On Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify under Two From Hell Movie Podcast," You can also now find the podcast on the new Film Arcade Media channel. Where you can now find that. And Anthony T's Horror and Wrestling Podcast. As I've combined all the podcasts... That I've produced. So with that,
1: we'll catch catch you guys later. Later.
0: been Film Arcade Media Production.